Hey everybody, thanks for joining. This is Robert Yerby, and this is one interesting thing about insurance. I am an insurance professional. Uh, been in the insurance business uh, over 24 years, and I tell you what, I know that that doesn't impress a lot of people. I, uh, on the contrary, I am the guy at your Thanksgiving family dinner that is. Uh, relating every story at the dinner table to some kind of insurance angle. Oh, oh, hey, so you say uh, you, you you stretched your hip out, you strained your hip a little bit, sitting awkwardly in your office chair at home, in your home office. Not for nothing, that sounds like that could actually be a worker's compensation claim. You might want to tell your manager about that. And before you know it, you're going to get a new ergonomic office chair and who knows what else shipped right to you. It's stuff like that. And I know that everybody later, maybe maybe on the ride home after Thanksgiving, they're they're turning to their loved one saying, Why does your dad do that? Why 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 is yeah, every movie we watch, every time we're throwing the football in the backyard, whatever we're doing, it's always it's some some sort of insurance thing. What was he always like that? And I know, yeah, then you know, my sons are probably just like, Well, yeah, that's just kind of how dad is. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, sorta. Anyway, I uh, I don't really want to talk about insurance right now. Instead, I actually had a lot of thoughts about uh, the, well Thanksgiving. It's uh, at the time we're going to release this. It's it's going to be th- coming right up on Thanksgiving. I actually, in my family, we celebrate Thanksgiving on an off weekend. And we typically celebrate early, before you know, American Thanksgiving is what, what I would call it. We've been doing that for decades and uh, you know, started after me and my first wife got divorced. And I, I really loved Thanksgiving with my kids and I didn't want to only be able to celebrate with them every other year. So I just uh, decided, well, we're going we're gonna to celebrate on an off weekend every year. <clears throat> I don't care what the calendar says, but you know, we're going to have turkey and all the usual stuff and celebrate just like it's Thanksgiving. And, you know, it's going to be whatever, whatever Saturday I say it is. And uh, we've been doing that. I'm going to say probably 20 years. And we just had our Thanksgiving this past weekend in Deltona, Florida, my son Brandon's house and had a great time, had a great time. Uh, So um, as I'm recording this, feeling very thankful Feeling, uh, feeling pretty terrific, as a matter of fact. And a few other things have happened, fortunately for me, over the last, say, week and a half prior to that, that uh, were just terrific also. So uh, this is going to be a very positive uh, episode of the podcast, for sure. I want to start with uh, feedback that I've gotten from the previous episode or a previous couple episodes, let's say. I don't really have a good form for, um, I guess, reading through and, and sharing listener feedback from different episodes. So I, I'm just going to do it really quickly here. Uh, a couple episodes ago, we were talking about like life insurance for newborns. And in that episode, I had referenced Columbia House, 
that I, that I had found or I had seen a lot of the, like the Gerber grow up plans in my Columbia house mailings. And so somebody asked what Columbia house was. And I, you know, that's, that might be one of those generational things. I, I think anybody that grew up and was into music around the time that I was, would, would know exactly what this was. So like there was this, there was this club and I don't know what, I don't know what else to call it. It, it was called a club. It's just really like a company that was trying to sell CDs. This is how they did it. So they would advertise in my circus magazine and guitar player magazines. Somehow I found this company that was going to give me eight CDs for a penny. And they didn't seem to care that I was only 13 or 14 years old. And if I would promise to buy, I think it was just two CDs at like, quote unquote, regular price, I would get these eight CDs for a penny. And so, of course, like they, you know, they show you like the album covers of all these different CDs that are really popular right then. And, you know, I was, I was really into uh, rock music at the time. So, and I didn't have a whole lot of CDs. I think I had just gotten a disc man for Christmas or something. Didn't have a whole lot of CDs. I think I was borrowing CDs from my buddy Ben a couple at a time, but. Here, here I could get eight CDs for a penny. So the whole thing was you, you'd get your eight CDs shipped to you right away. And I, I want to say they, they'd bill you for the penny and maybe the shipping and handling. I had to get my mom to you know, write, write me a check for that. And then every month, every month, they would send you this little card and it would be like, hey, do you want to get uh, L.A. Guns, Hollywood Vampires? You know, CD, whatever the CD was, it was just coming out and you'd be paying full price for it, which was like, you know, in 1991 dollars, it was like 23 bucks, which is expensive. And you'd have to like check a box and you'd send it back in the mail to them saying, no, I don't no, I don't want Hollywood vampires for $23. And then they wouldn't send it to you. But if you didn't check the box or you didn't mail it to them in time, they would just send you the CD, and then they would bill you for it. And you were just obligated, theoretically anyway, to buy two of their CDs at regular price. So that was Columbia House. The other feedback I got was on the most recent episode where I'm talking about Halloween with my friends. And in that episode, I... I made the comment, you know, I might not be remembering this exactly right. And so I was, you know, inviting my friends, help me out. If, if I'm misremembering anything, you let me know. And uh, my friend Sean, who's, who's featured prominently in that story, started a group chat with um, Blake and Chabot, also from that story. And so I, I, I did get feedback from all of them. They, they remember things a little bit differently, but the, the, the main, the main plot line of the story, I think is intact, intact. Nobody was, was arguing that, <laughs> nobody was arguing that I saved up a jar of piss for a month and they didn't, that, that I filled up the super soaker and they didn't. Uh, we have a little bit of, you know, discrepancy on 
on who it was that I, I shot with the super soaker that night and, and what maybe happened afterwards, but everything else is pretty much, pretty much right on. So good stuff. All right. The other thing, or one of the other things I wanted to talk about, because I'm on, I'm on this, uh, I guess, uh, tide of, I don't know if that's the right word. I'm feeling very thankful having just left my son's place uh, yesterday, Thanksgiving with the family, feeling very thankful. And I was sort of reflect, reflecting on the, on the flight back on the weekend and then some things that had happened earlier in the week. I'd actually come from Atlanta uh, earlier during the work week. I, was, I went from Phoenix to Atlanta. There was an insurance conference there. And I was put on by one of my vendors, and had a, had a really good time at that conference, too. A lot of fun. Insurance conference, uh, if you, eh, maybe you've seen that movie Cedar Rapids. They're not exactly like that. That's not what, exactly what this was like, but they are fun. Get to see a lot of people that I hadn't seen in a while. Make some new friends, new contacts. It was great. Actually, at that particular conference, I saw some people I hadn't seen in, I'm, I'm going to say, about 17 years. Uh, we had worked together at American General, which became AIG. And this uh, wasn't my first job in the insurance business, but uh, one, one of the best. I, I, I really enjoyed my time there. That's where I was introduced to working with financial institutions. And that's, that's still the space I'm in now. These guys I ran into were... Or they used to be, you know, sales reps with that group, with that financial institutions group at American General. And one guy in particular, I, I, I guess I want to frame it like this. Uh, I was 24 or 25 when I started working at the uh, financial institutions division of American General. And, and I was, uh, I was in you know, the marketing office. I was in account management first. And in that role, at least once I progressed a little bit into that role, I started traveling to state banking conferences and I'd meet up with the local sales rep in that area. And then I started, maybe maybe a little bit after that, I started flying out to meet with the sales rep to ride with them and help them with some appointments. And so a couple of the guys that were there at this conference in Atlanta, they were, they were from that crew. They were the, those sales reps. And one of these guys in particular, I'll, I'll, I'll name him because he deserves to be named, uh, uh, Alex Kramer. He was one of the first guys that I did a state banking conference with. And I don't specifically remember riding around visiting accounts with him, but I remember doing this conference with him. And, and he's a great example of th this larger group of, of great people that I had the opportunity to work with when I was really young, you know, in my formative years as a professional. I remember thinking that all of these guys, and definitely including Alex, they, they seemed very good at what they did. And what I mean by that, you know, networking and building relationships with people that were their prospects and, and clients. 
everybody seemed to know them. I have no idea how long Alex might have been working that particular banking conference, but it seemed like everybody seemed to know him. Everybody seemed happy to see him. He seemed like he was in a great mood. And the other thing I remember, he, not only did he, not only did he uh, know his you know products and services that he was offering, you know very well, and spoke about them very well with these prospects. He seemed to have a story for everything that came up. Now, I, I said, you know, I was, let's say, 25 when I met Alex, and uh, I'm just guessing. I, I'm, he might be 15 years older than me. I, I don't know. So that would put him, no, he's, he's probably not even that much older than me. When I was 25, I felt like he was crazy old, but he was probably only like 35. And just with, you know, th- that age difference, man, he had a story for, and, and good stories. He had cool stories for like everything. And I just remember thinking him and, and that whole cohort that I had the, the privilege of working with, they seemed like just really cool men and women they, they all had a whole bunch of cool stories. They were so fun to talk to and hang out with and just had a, a, a really positive impact on me. I, I don't remember wanting or, you know, dreaming about being an insurance salesperson that would be on the road, you know, visiting banks and credit unions that I didn't even know that was a thing, but these these guys all made it seem so glamorous and so cool. I don't, I don't know that they would remember it the same way as I do. You know, all those times that I went out and visited with them and was riding the road with them. Uh, you know, but they did. It, it, it was so fun to me. It was, and they all seemed like such cool guys and cool gals. Like I just, I loved it. And, that sort of reminds me of Mitch Album had a book and it's not Tuesdays with Maury. It's the other one. And you know what? He probably has a whole bunch of books, but I, I only read two and it's, it's not the Tuesdays with Maury one. It's the other one where like this, this guy dies and he meets five people in heaven. And I, I, I might not remember this exactly right, but I think the gist of it was, over the course of your life, you have an impact on people that you didn't even realize. You know, you they might have been very like marginal or insignificant people in terms of your life, but you had a big impact on them without even knowing it. That's what I remember from that book. And anyway, I, I just wonder, not wonder, I, I don't think that the, this group of people that I worked with at American General, I don't know if they realize the positive impact that they had on me uh, in those very early formative years of my career. And uh, I try to express that to, uh, you know, the guys that I saw there at the conference. Uh, yeah, I mean, because they, they should know. Uh, that was great. And it was terrific to see uh, Alex and, and uh, Michael and Tom and everybody. Yeah. So... Actually, I'll also throw this in there. It's a nice little segue. So I, I had to go from Atlanta to Deltona, Florida, which if you're not familiar, 
Deltona is sort of like in between Orlando and Daytona Beach. Uh, that's where my son lives. And it was it was an adventure. <laughs> there was uh, Hurricane Nicole bearing down on Florida at r- exactly the wrong time. I was supposed to fly from Atlanta to Daytona Beach Airport, and that got canceled. So, uh, yes, it was an adventure. Uh, after the flight was canceled, I tried to get rebooked. There was no way to get you know, rebooked until uh, I think the next available flight anywhere near where I wanted to go was going to be on Saturday evening, and I would have missed my family Thanksgiving. So I started working on alternative transportation. Well, uh, I looked at trains. I looked at... Uh, I looked at buses. I I looked I looked at hitching rides with people that I had just, you know, barely met at that insurance conference that might be going towards Florida. Um, it took me a while to get my you know plans together, and and there were stops and starts. Uh, so my buddy, you know, Michael Randall, he he kind of hooked me up with letting me crash in his hotel room that. You know, he didn't need any more because he was leaving. He was trying to get out early to beat the weather up north where he was going. So again, super nice, super nice. I love these guys. Uh, I actually, I end up, I end up <laughs> booking a Greyhound bus for Thursday night. The bus gets canceled. I get, I get rebooked on another bus the next morning. And I, I don't want to get into all the gory details. I, I kind of don't even want to relive it this this soon. But I get rebooked on another bus. There was a, a lift ride that we, we had to spin out in the rain on the on-ramp to whatever highway that is, heading north into, Georgia, uh, into Atlanta. And didn't happen to actually hit any guardrails or hit any other cars, but we did a complete 360 on the ramp. Uh, I got there five minutes before the bus is going to take off. Find out I got rebooked, but I didn't have tickets all the way through to Orlando. I was just going to go to Lake City, Florida. And I don't know how good your Florida geography is, but that's only about halfway. And so while I'm on the bus, I, I book a another another leg uh, to Jacksonville, and and my son is going to pick me up in Jacksonville, but. All of these buses are, you know, they're running late. They're off time. It's just, it's a nightmare. I end up uh, getting a lift. (laughs) I get a lift ride from Lake City to Jacksonville with a very nice lady. Yeah. And then my son (laughs) met me at the Jacksonville bus station. And I got there and everything's fine. So that was my weekend. (laughs) That was my weekend. And uh, glad that I made it again. It was really great uh, Thanksgiving meal with my family. I've got a pretty good thing going. I know that that's the case. Tis the season to reflect on, uh, you know, what we've got. And the if I can leave you with something, I, I haven't had I haven't had any other careers outside of insurance. I've had little odd jobs, a lot of. A lot of little jobs here and there, but only one career, and it's been in this industry. And so I can't say what other industries are like in terms of relationships. 
But the people that I've had the benefit of working with are tremendous. I, I have lifelong friends in this business. And I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Now, does that count as one interesting thing about insurance? You know, that, that we, that it's a people business, that it's, it's, it's built on relationships. I, I don't know if it's special. I really don't. Cause like I said, I've, I've never done anything else really. But if you have an insurance agent, um, no, no, let me not do that. I'm not going to make blanket statements like that. I'll only speak on my own personal experience, I suppose. The The relationships I have with customers are real. They're genuine. I, I again, I have lifelong friends, friendships with customers that, that I don't think have anything to do with the fact that we do business together. Um, I have lifelong friendships with vendors. And, uh, you know, saw one of those, you know, in Atlanta also. A good friend of mine, he, he's going to retire soon. Who knows if it's, you know, tomorrow or next year or two years or whatever. But, yeah, it's coming. And, uh, you know, he was, he was saying a lot of things about, hey, he's going to miss, he's going to miss this. Maybe this is his last conference like this. And I was like, man, whenever, whenever you pull that trigger, you, you call me. Uh, I will come and meet you. Here or wherever you want, we'll go to a ball game or whatever. These relationships are real. If you're not in the insurance business and uh, you listen to this podcast, you want to learn something about insurance. Well, I'm a huge advocate for insurance agents. Obviously, I, I can't be objective. I am one, but I'm a, I'm a huge advocate for insurance agents. Find an agent. Find an agent that you like and... Uh, that person will, will help inform you on insurance, inform you on your risks, and, and help you out in terms of covering covering whatever it is you need covered, your property, your, your personal possessions, your, your, your liability, whatever. They will, they will help you out with it, and they will, they will do so not just because they're getting paid, but perhaps because... They genuinely care about you. That's, that's been my experience. I love this business. I love the people in it. I'm super thankful for the opportunity. It is, it's not something I'm taking for granted. Again, I don't know if that counts as one interesting thing about insurance. That could be, that could be a lot of different industries too. I hope it is. I, I sure hope that it is. Anyway, happy Thanksgiving to all the listeners out there. I'm, I'm not taking you for granted either. Have a good one. Hug your loved ones. And we'll have another episode soon. If you're looking for continuing education because you're uh, you're an insurance producer or adjuster, hey, check us out at bmfce.com. If you like the podcast, rate it, subscribe, tell your friends. We'll have another episode soon. Thanks. <laughs>